This is an interview with Gunn from Portland, Oregon on July 18th, 2017 by Japan Nick from Montclair State University's WMSC 90.3 radio station. Now, can you each introduce yourselves, tell me your name, the position you play, and how long you've been a part of Gunn? I'm Aiden. Uh, I play drums, and I've been playing in the band for just about a year now. I'm Charles. I play lead guitar. I started the band. Uh, I'm Spencer. I play bass, and I've been in the band about a year. I'm Nicholas. I'm the singer, and I've been here from the very start. I'm Jerry. I play with the guitar. I've been in the band for about a year and a half. Who did you replace? I was the uh, just first, second guitarist. There's no one before me. Okay, cool. Tell me, like, how you guys formed and, like, how long you've guys, like, known each other outside of the band. I've known Aiden here my whole life. He's my cousin. I've known Spencer for a really long time, probably since we were about 14. Nick about the same since ninth grade. And I met Jerry um, not too long before he joined the band, probably about three years ago. We've hung out every day since. Um, the band started, I was going to practice for this project I was in called GIMP, which was just, you know, it was essentially the same band, but the dude wore a GIMP mask instead of having a gun in his mouth. <laughs> and uh, the dude who was running that band was just kind of a shit show. And one day, the I think he was the drummer, actually, of that band, picked up my guitar and was just playing these, like, boneheaded riffs. And uh, I thought to myself, like, what if I had a band like that, uh, but the guy had a gun in his mouth? Because, like, nobody can understand the words at a punk rock show anyways. Uh, and that's, like, how it all started. That's awesome. So each each of you guys, tell me your main influences. Iggy Pop and Leatherface, uh, Cramps, uh, Star Wars, Bubblegum. <laughs> uh, Converge, Trap Them, a lot of stuff on the uh, Death Wish label. Poison Idea. Someone had to say it. Yeah, I was going to say Poison <laughs> Idea, too. <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, GBH. Negative Approach. Rookers. I listen to, like, negative a lot approach. of pop punk and emo as well. <laughs> Wait, was that Negative Approach? <laughs> negative Approach. Negative Approach. Yeah, they're pretty negative emo. Approach. Uh, yeah. So, is that all you guys are? Uh, no, you know, a lot of motor. Okay, so, like, I listen to a lot of, like, weird shit. Uh um, anyway, uh, I listen to, like, a lot of Brazilian, like, jazz, like this dude, Walter Wanderlei, I'm really into. I've been getting into a lot of Japanese jazz Is that the guy lately. with the record that makes your plants grow? No, the dude that, uh, <laughs> makes your plants grow is Mort Garson, and oh, he is- Mort a, Garson, check he, that guy out. He is a synthesizer artist from the, uh, 1960s and 70s who was, like, really into, like, occult stuff, and, uh, was actually one of, like, Moog's pioneering artists and wrote all these super bizarre records. Like, one of them's, like, The Wazard of Is, which is sort of his own rendition of The Wizard of Oz in a record. Then he's got another one that's called Plantasia, which is uh, music for uh, people that love plants and the plants themselves. So it's, like, this weird synthesizer record that you played to your plants to help them grow and shit. Uh, uh. So how does that work for them? It doesn't. Um, it's just a hokey thing, but it's... Uh, it was the 70s. It was They're the all about gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. Anything works, especially yeah. in a record. <laughs> especially about plants. And then he wrote some like crazy uh, occulty records and went under a totally different surname. Uh, trying to, it was, He went by Lucifer for a while and put out some records that were like just crazy. Scary. Yeah, just like spooky synth records. They're really cool. 
Yo, you guys ever listen to the Flower Traveling Band from Japan? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love those guys so much. Like, I learned about them in this crazy Yakuza movie called Deadly Outlaw Rekka. And it's like, it's great because they fire bazookas in it. Well, <laughs> that sounds so Yeah, good. I mean, that any movie great. with bazookas, it, it, it has to be awesome. I'm with you there, Nick. And also, if, like, you guys are head split readers, I actually put that in my uh, top ten list for top ten Yakuza movies. I think in issue seven of Head Split. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. First off, tell me some of the really hot locals around Portland, Oregon. Disembowel. Besides, obviously, Disembowel. you guys. Disembowel. 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 One of the sickest. Yeah. Yeah, Disembowel is super sick. Uh, Disembowel is sick. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. totally sick. Um, I like Witch Vomit, too. They're yeah, Witch a Vomit's good band. awesome. Yeah. There's like, it seems like there's a lot a really great death metal in comparison to like really great hardcore. Yeah. I would agree with that. Me too. I would agree with that. They're really into the sloppy thing over there. But that's not to say there's not good bands. It's just I don't really no, know any bad. of them. I'm into maybe. the sloppy thing. Maybe too. I just yeah, maybe I just don't know. Hmm. Suslaw's tight. Yeah, Suslaw rules. Oh, I mean Hacksaw. Long knife. Hacksaw. Long knife. Long knife. Long knife. Long knife's awesome. Tight. Problems and whatnot. Yeah, problems. Yeah. Don't, don't's great. Don't yeah, don't, is great. don't, don't is great. What's some good songs from that band? Uh, Do or Die. That's really, I think, the only one I know by name. Uh, my pa, the old guitar player from Poison Idea, just joined that band. They just did a Europe tour and got back. But yeah, I'd check them out. They're fantastic. They just dropped a new single. And their guitar player has a brand new spine. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> yeah. Robot man. This is a question just for Aiden. Yo, dude, not to beat a dead horse, but what's the likelihood of more uh, Mangled Corpse music being released from the band or any more shows coming up? You want to take this one, Aiden? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, honestly, right now, it, it it looks like we've flatlined pretty much. I mean, you never know because like, I, I still know all those dudes and see them you know, every Friday and Saturday night. And uh, it gets brought up every time, either by us or by someone in the room who's just like, uh, mangled corpse. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, right now it looks like it looks like it's done, but you really never know. Yo, was there any more songs besides the Summoning of Satan EP that you guys recorded? Uh, we had a few unrecorded songs. Me and Alex Stanley actually tracked another demo, just the two of us, after... The band broke up, and yeah, I don't know. I think we have the three songs from the rehearsal demo that are also on the the second demo with the two other ones, and then I, I think that was all we ever had recorded. Can you tell me the names of those songs, just for the people out there that are curious? The ones on the demo or the other ones? Uh, the ones that aren't on the Summoning of Satan album. We had uh, a track called Obscure Reality that we would play live. I think I have a cell phone recording of it. That sounds really great. Uh, I don't know if me and Alex ever named the ones from the second demo. We had we had two or three songs that we never named. They were really bad. Yeah, if we if <laughs> if we named them, the the names were probably terrible. Jerry, tell me what's the news with some of your other bands besides this one. Actually, uh, Chuck and Nick and I play another band called Bad Sex. It's uh, it's like a seventies pop punk. Power pop kind of deal. It's uh, really cool. We're actually going on tour in California in September. 
with our homies in the sadists. With me, I'm going to move their gear for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, I think might yeah. even be filling in on drums for the sadists, if I remember right. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Features unwritten. Now, Charles, you got any news on uh, your me- your other bands? Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, man. These guys are my family. I spend just about every waking minute with them. I think uh, if I started bands with other people, I'd feel a little guilty. Yeah, I'd make him feel guilty if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much just play in different bands all with each other, just different, the, the yeah. same members, just like starting different bands randomly, and just they fizzle out or or they work. Yeah. We had the, we had this uh, this um, the guys, yeah, the guys, <laughs> yeah, totally. the it was guys, total, like fifties pop style music. <laughs> yeah. We played we played one show in an arcade, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Wow. We got paid fifty bucks, and we <laughs> killed it. We got so much. We were able to get so much free food on our credit that they stopped giving free food to musicians. <laughs> they gave us eleven dollars of free food during happy hour each, and. Yeah. Wow. That that got that got us a lot really far. Also, I, <laughs> <laughs> I drum in that band, and I had never drummed before at all, and haven't since. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only show my, my mom's been to too, so that was kind of cool. That is cool. Any of you other guys have bands that you want to uh, give shout outs to? Uh, that you're actually gold a part corpse. of. Mangled corpse. Yeah. Dangled dorks. <laughs> Dangled dorks. Mm. Tell me. What kind of equipment do you guys use for your live shows? Tama, Sabian, Promark, Remo, Peavy, Mesa, Gibson. I know you guys are listening. Hook me up. Kramer, Floyd. Uh, I had a crate. Rose. I had a crate amp that I broke last night. So if you had an amp, you want to sell me? I'll buy it. <laughs> I sing with a gun in my mouth. Solid state SVC with just a standard. 10 by 2. It's not even his. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I use this amp and it's my amp and that's the amp I use. <laughs> and it's mine. And it is mine. That's awesome. Um, you use any particular special surge protectors just to equi- protect the equipment like maybe Belkins or something like that? Nah, we're not typically running that hard, I don't think. Uh, and if we are, I don't know about it. If we are running that hard, we're too dumb to notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Now, um, how do you guys come up with songs? Uh, somebody either just has a riff or we jam a lot. Sometimes we'll get bored and somebody just comes up with a good riff and go off of that. And we get uh, drunk and sweaty and hammer it up. And yeah. mad at each other. Very uh, mad. Is it kind of like an equal thing, or is there like one or two you guys that are like the main catalyst? It's a pretty equal thing, yeah, I'd yeah, say, we'll, yeah. We all have an input. Certainly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now, you were named one of Portland's uh, best emerging bands of 2016 from the Portland Deli. What kinds of things were going on with you guys that you got noticed in such a positive way? Working, uh, yeah, just hard working our butts off, hard, hard work, work, you know, yep. playing lots of shows, getting our names out there. Yeah, what is it like? What kind of mag is the deli like out in Portland? It's a music magazine. It's uh, so it's, it's a it's right? it's a national publication. I think yeah. I think they do have uh, physical media. I'm not. I'm, they do I'm have it out in Brooklyn too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, that's Philly, where it started. Yeah, it's all it's all over the country now. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, they just cover all kinds of music. Uh, they could cover a little more heavy metal, I think, but, you know, it seems like mainstream media doesn't always do that. But, yeah. I you know, I really appreciate them for uh, nominating us. That was honestly one of the most incredible things, especially at that time. We had never 
had anything like that happen for us so that was really cool I, w I woke up one morning and everybody was just screaming aiden you and your band you are so great <laughs> <laughs> and i said i don't know how to deal with this <laughs> that's zane that's beautiful zane back there she's been our uh the what is it the glue that holds us all together she's or you know the bread or whatever yep. without her we'd have killed each other by now thank you so much zane you've been incredible without her i would have killed myself by now <laughs> oh my kidding so what kind of zines you all follow like can you educate my people on like new zines or college radio or internet radio shows that <laughs> really are killer the only real like underground music zine I actually have copies of and read is Headsplit. Certainly, uh, there's like some pretty cool like comic publications out in Portland. Like there's like this magazine Savage Henry, which is pretty rad. Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, there's like Pork. Pork's pretty cool. Vision um, Quest. Um, Vision Quest. That was the one I was trying to think of. Um, uh, yeah, and then as far as like radio stations go, we have a uh, X-ray FM out there, which you can find them online. I think it's like xrayfm.com or something. I'm, I'm really not sure. But uh, they are a major FM radio that is non-syndicated, so they just kind of get to choose whatever they want to do because it's all public funded by the community. So uh, they put on a bunch of like local bands, and in the morning they do a bunch of like really cool talk shows and have like pretty like non-media <laughs> programs. And it's, re it's really cool. It's a, it's a really positive thing. Yeah, I really loved X-Ray, like uh, when uh, Selector Trash, you know, Wes used to be on there. That was my favorite show on X-Ray. Oh, right on. I actually didn't know Wes had a show on there. I mean, it's just like, that was it. Like, that was my favorite uh, college radio show. Yeah, yeah. they have a, a heavy metal sewing circle radio that's uh, pretty awesome. If you ever get a chance, I would definitely What's check that, that like? Out. What kind of bands do they... Uh, it's pretty eclectic. Uh, they'll do, you know, sometimes really, really heavy stuff, sometimes not so heavy stuff. Uh, K-Boo does Vomit Party, as you know. Um, I'm trying to think. There's some other, like, there's some other radio ones on there that do some really good. They got this hysterical talk show, Heavy, heavy Breather. That's my favorite, for sure, if you ever get a chance. Check that out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just, you know, a bunch, bunch of everything from, like, you know, I don't know, like Motorhead to Nazgul or something, like whatever. Yo, do you ever see uh, Oregon Public Broadcasting doing anything badass? Uh, yeah, OPB rules. OPB is uh, one of my favorite things in town, actually. I get lost on OPB documentaries constantly. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a TV channel for their radio station, so you can put that on, and it'll just be like a picture of some flowers and whatever's on the radio. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. It's nice when you're trying to get into the mood. It's <laughs> great. Tell me, how was your first EP recorded? And give me kind of like some of the mixing and mastering and producing staff. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> it was recorded in a garage. Yeah, that, no further comments. There's a very, yeah, it's an it's a interesting story about that. We got linked up with these dudes who shall remain unnamed. But... Uh, <laughs> They certainly had no faith in us. That's all I'll mm. say. Um, and anyway, they recorded us, and it, it was all cool, and we did it. And uh, then it just became some, like, big social mess or something. And uh, somewhere along the lines, the wave files got lost, and it never got mastered. And the record, ironically, you know, had, like, no song names, and, <laughs> you know, we didn't, like... 
promoted or anything. It was sort of like the unknown record. Uh, and it just kind of ended up getting lost in the mix. But now there is a second band camp <laughs> that we can't get taken down. And if you're out there listening, band camp, please take that. Down. Are you talking about like, because so, I was thinking, like, I see like Gun USA and then Gun USA 666. Right. That's so both of you got. That's yeah. Yeah. certainly, certainly. That's and that's the situation is we have no access to that Gun USA band camp. So if you're trying to send us anything or get in contact with us, please use the Gun USA 666 band That's camp. where we want you to send your money. And if band camp is listening, please take down the Gun USA band camp. We've tried contacting I've you tried about so this so many times. But guess what? Nobody's trying to falsify the webpage. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Damn. Oh God. That's why we said no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, tell me the uh, story behind the uh, back history of the second EP. Oh, that one's great. It was great. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. We recorded it. It's a great experience. <laughs> Underworld Studios with our buddy Charlie. Yeah. Who Christmas Day. Plays drums yeah, in Ascended Day, totally. Dead and Funebrarum. And uh, he was just really, really easy to work with, and he's really good at what he's doing over there. I agree entirely. Uh, everybody I showed the record to is just like, man, what studio did you record? You must go into Hallowed Halls, which is like big, expensive studio. It's awesome, great studio, but uh, man, Underworld, Charlie Corn, just incredible. Charlie Corn. Best Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Christmas, we were going. <laughs> yeah, I, I blacked out on Christmas. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> we tracked vocals in a bathroom. Man with a gun in his mouth in a bathroom. That was kind of funny. I threw up. <laughs> we did everything in like separate takes too. So it'd be like me and Aiden, and then we'd fill in the guitars afterwards. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stagger tracks. Studio blog. And then, uh, and then, oh yeah, we uh, had Joel grind. Master from Toxic Holocaust, from Toxic Holocaust. and uh, I thought he did a great job. We just did that uh, back and forth through emails, which was pretty cool to do. I've heard a lot of people about doing that, so it's kind of fun to do it myself. Uh, yeah, and I thought it turned out great, I was really, really happy with it. And then we had our buddy Tim, uh, who's a great guy who's actually letting us use his bass rig right now, uh, do all the graphic design for the record. And what band is he from? Uh, I'm not sure if he's in a band currently. Or what? What other artwork has he done? Just so people can like know which Tim you're speaking of. He's really just sort of. He's just um. He's Tim, just a buddy. You know? Yeah, he's just like a professional. He's just like a you know like pinball tech. Yeah, he's a pinball tech and a graphic designer. Not really like a. Yeah. It's more of his no. hobby. Yeah. Anything. He's a pretty low key dude. But he's great. If you're out there listening, Tim, we love you. He's the jam. Love you, Tim. I miss you, Tim Tech. Yeah, I miss you, Tim. Tim Tech. Tim Tech. Can each of you guys tell me your favorite song from Gun and Why? Whoever gets it first. Circle. Why? It's just, it's a banger. It just rip, rips so hard. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Yeah. certainly does. We we got some of these songs where we accidentally wrote, like, like total tough guy breakdowns, and people just freak out. So that's, <laughs> I like all those songs. I like those songs as well. Yeah. I really like our new song. Um, we wrote a new song, a couple new songs. I think those are my favorites. Uh. A, that's been a consistent theme. Every time we write a new song, it turns into my favorite. Uh, up, up, and away. Up, up, and away. Yeah, we just keep pushing ourselves. But these two aren't on aren't on the EP. We hope to record them soon. As soon as we get back to town. But yeah, we they got go back to Underworld, Charlie. Mm-hmm, certainly. Check some new stuff. Yeah, I would say 
I'd say knowledge is probably my favorite song. Knowledge is great. He's yeah. saying that because he wrote it. It's true. I love that it song. It is a really good song. It's Thank angry. You. Thank you for writing that song, Spencer. It's great. <laughs> You're great. Thanks, guys. You're all You're really hot, too. too. <laughs> Not as hot as you, Jared. You'd You're be hotter so brave. if you shaved. Everything. He's very hairy. <laughs> <laughs> nice we're, we're like, we're, no, we're working with like Robin Williams here. Yo, everyone that I know raves about you guys in like such a crazy way. Describe like a typical rundown for people who've never seen you guys before. What it's like seeing you on stage. It's very intense. Um, I'm in a ski mask and tidy whitey underwear that are too small. And I have a gun in my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and I usually have a filthy American flag draped over my shoulders, and a you know chain around my body, mm. some leather gloves, and I like to run into the audience and get in people's face. Interactive, yeah, yeah very you know, interactive. We, uh, yeah, we like it when people dance, and Certainly. if people don't get dance, don't get dance, then <laughs> I get <laughs> people don't get dance, then I get angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we like to get the uh, crowd involved, definitely. Yeah. Everyone on stage is really animated too. Yeah. Uh, you guys are always jumping around. Yeah. yeah. Especially me, yeah. the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have such strong legs. <laughs> we'll get you one of those Tommy Lee things where, like, you, you backflip, rotates the whole thing on stage, playing drums upside down. Yeah, I yeah. think that's We're, we're trying cards. to talk to Tommy Lee's people, if you guys are listening. It's not in the budget yet, but mm. we're working on that. We're, we're, trying we're to talking make some... to Tommy Lee's guys right now. Tommy, if you're out um, there. 2019, I think we're definitely going to be there with that. <laughs> I'll be Goals. upside down. Certainly. One of you guys recently posted a YouTube video appearing in like a trauma promo with Lloyd Kaufman and Mike Hurst. How much on-screen time did you get? I think about 30 about seconds. 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Yeah, no, that's, that's 30 more seconds oh, than that I ever thought I'd ever have in, incredible in that trauma. Real, though. Trauma <laughs> Dream come true, you know. It was super random, too. It was really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, what we just meant to—we just wanted to go get a, like go on a tour. Well, I was actually really pissed off because you guys are taking forever, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that? "We're gonna miss the tour." And then uh, it ended up working out to our advantage really well because they were filming the scene like right when we showed up, and Lloyd You're was welcome. just like, "Lloyd, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Lloyd was always like, "Hey, put him in the shot," and we we're like, "All right." Mike Hers was like, "What are they doing here?" <laughs> he was like, "No, no." Yeah, no after we shot a Mike Hers. Uh, so what are you, professional actors? What are you doing in the video? <laughs> and I said, uh, no, we're professional musicians. Yeah. And he says, well, what are you doing in my video, man? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but then he came up and asked us afterwards. He goes, so what, you're a professional musician? He goes, leave me some music. And I was like, all right, dude, here you go, man. Dude, and not even 24 hours after that happened, he like, they like we got a call. Back. We got the call. The call. We got the call. Yeah. Call man. But yeah. Our uh, our buddy Phil back in Portland. He uh, he. Philip Zevenberger, man. Oh, yeah, bad, taste, taste, bad, taste, pictures, bad taste. Bad taste. Bad taste. Pictures. Bad taste. Also the director of the gun music video. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He um he filmed the music video with us, and uh, he for our song GI Joe. For our song GI Joe, of course, and he used the same song in his film Meat Lovers, and that got accepted into uh, the trauma trauma dance. So by them knowing each other, you know they he hooked us up with the tour. August 8th through 11th in New York City, Trauma Dance. Trauma Dance Film Festival. Festival. Go see Meat Lovers. Bad Taste Pictures featuring, featuring the, the music, music of Gun. Plugged. Awesome. <laughs> Plugged, maximum. Is that how you got the uh, anxiety song in that movie? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he, um, he, he, we left him the CD, and he just they listened to it, and they loved it. I'm like, yep, that one, boom, let's take it. 
Yo, is that your first time like being on the soundtrack to a movie? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right. No, it wasn't. Well, That's lovers. what we were just saying. Well, yes. this is the first lovers. time. Well, yeah. Meat Lovers, wow. yeah. And then this new one, the intro for so Rose time. and Victor, No Mercy, was the second time we have been used in a motion picture experience. Yeah, first time on like a full-length film. Anything else you'd like to add on that experience? Uh, uh, Lloyd Dylan. Kaufman is really cool. Yeah, Dylan from Troma is really cool. She rules. Uh, Mike Hers is awesome. Mike Hers. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Hers is Mike Hers. Kind of scary. <laughs> he is definitely an intimidating man. Yeah. And it was just it was a dream come true. It was really cool. Yeah. Something I thought I would never do. Yeah, definitely one of the coolest. I mean, being sitting in like the movie vault with all of the original trauma films made. Like all yeah, all the 35s and stuff. That was crazy. And it was just super hum. I mean, it's just like a little warehouse, you know? And he's like, and got like the Tromaville signs sitting on the ground and like the Newcomb High signs like sitting on a sink and stuff. Like it was just, just like, like hanging cool. out. It was really cool. Do they have like yeah. some crazy little private movie theater in there? No. 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 Not from what we could tell, and we were opening up all the doors. If there was, they didn't show us. I see. Like I'm sure there's tunnels. Years. Yeah, we yeah, didn't probably. see Lloyd. Yeah. There's no way he showed us. All there was thing. a tiny, tiny yeah. door that we did not open because we were all too fat to fit through it uh, and afraid. <laughs> and afraid. <laughs> wow. I'm not. I'm not fat. I was just really scared. On kind of like uh, that same type of idea with horror. Um, how do you think like George Romero's death is going to affect the horror movie spectrum? I think it's going to inspire people to try and do something different for once because he hasn't really, honestly, in my opinion, George Romero's last. Like really cool movie was uh, like Land of the Dead, and even that was kind of a stretch. And everything after that just sort of fell off, in my opinion. And so hopefully people will see it and they'll look at his older stuff like Martin or maybe Monkey Shines. You know, Creep Show is an absolute classic, and maybe people will try and go back and you know try and do something original again. Anyone else want to speak about horror? Nick's really our film buff, man. Yeah, yeah. TBH. George Romero has a lot more fans now that he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's truly immortalized. <laughs> Yo, can I get a top five horror list from everybody? Maybe like something like a little bit more obscure than a, like a Freddy or Jason movie? Cannibal Ferox, City of the Living Dead, yep. Class of Newcomb High. Yeah. I going to say Newcomb. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Because it's very inspirational to us. She broken out of a window in hell. Anomaly. Zombie. Yeah, Zombie Flesh Eaters by Lucio Fulci. Like all the Lucio Fulci gore movies are say, yeah. practically sacred to us. Zane, cool horror movie. Motel Hell. Motel, Motel Hell. Hell yeah. I really like like cheesy action movies. Honestly, like eighties action really does it for me, and like nineties action too. Nineties action from Hong Kong. Certainly, yeah. and then like kung fu. I watch a lot yeah. of kung fu movies. He's got a Shaw Brothers Sam tattoo Netflix. on his got neck. A Shaw, I've got a Shaw Brothers tattoo. What are your goals beyond this tour? Like, I mean, you, you've you're in like a motion picture now. You're on the soundtrack of a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, people are really, really. Like raving about like your live presence. What's next? What are some of your goals coming up when you get back home? Um, Just keep recording. Yeah. Keep putting out music. As usual. Yeah. Yeah. Stay productive. World domination. Keep making friends. Yeah. yeah. Are you starting to get like contact from like uh, other countries and stuff? Yeah, we Australia. have some friends in Australia called Coffin that totally rip. Yeah. yeah. Really sick skate punk. Yeah. 
find it on their page. Their 7-inch actually just came out today, I believe. That's something else. So yeah, I want to put out a 7-inch really bad when we get back to town. Yeah, vinyl, oh, vinyl, yeah, vinyl records. Vinyl, vinyl, vinyl records. I love yeah. vinyls. Uh, <laughs> Freak for vinyls. We want to make, a, we wanna make a bunch of really sexy vinyls. Yeah. Yo, final words, guys. Uh, thank you so much for having us, Nick. Rest in uh, peace, Strawberry. Also, rest in, rest in, in peace, peace, Strawberry. Um, and hey, we're playing at St. Vitus on the 19th with Scuzz yes, and Unreal that's, uh, City. Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. And uh, also, huge, today. huge, huge thank you to Josh from Scuzz yeah, for Josh putting us Scuzz up while we're on the Mask. East Coast. Absolutely, that is showing the, us around, just family. being hilarious, having a fidget spinner. All Yo, man, can you tell me, kind of like, just how this tour has been going? Best time great. of our lives. Oh man, it's so been much better than we ever could so, have imagined so, so far. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> We're in a freaking trauma movie, man. We've done more like cool, insane stuff in the week we've been on the East Coast than we have in the last like probably six months at home. Dude, we're Ten not years. in New Orleans yet. Yeah, uh, yeah seriously. Yeah, this tour's not even halfway over. Nowhere to go but down. We're also playing in Philly tonight. At Ortlees with yeah. Unreal City again, and I. Can't remember the other two bands, but I know they're good. Unreal City oh, yo, featuring ex members in Philly, of Integrity. You should hit up this place on Passyonk Street called Phil's. They make really good cheese sticks. Very cool. Right. On it. Very cool. I haven't I had a cheese steak yet. So, I've been yo, saving, I've been saving myself for Philly for the cheese steak, so I'm excited. Yeah. Dude, you're lying. You ate two pieces of pizza as bread with a sandwich with mozzarella sticks and French fries in it yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah. not a cheesesteak. Yeah, that was something eat. else. And that, that was terrible, by the way. Okay, he, he <laughs> is saving himself, I yeah. guess. For marriage. Yo, and um, obviously, give me some heads up for everybody else that's listening. Like, what are some of the other shows coming up that people need to be aware of? Right like, on. when when are these going on and when can people see it? Uh, the one that I know with, like, the venue and everything off the top of my head, we're playing July 31st downtown L.A. at the Redwood Bar. Uh, my buddy Kyle from a band called Destroyed in Seconds set that up for us. Uh, we're playing with a, a band called SMD which are, like, legends of, like, really drunk metal punk crossover down there. So that one should be cool. That should be a very good show, I agree. July 26th, Austin, uh, Texas, Hotel Vegas with Mother and a few other bands that I cannot remember right now. I'm looking it up. But but we love you guys anyways. We love uh, you guys. Uh, thanks, so. thanks for setting it up, Cody. Also in New Orleans on the 24th. Uh, poor Boys Bar. Yeah. And our buddy Dom Jones set that up, who uh, Dylan from Headsplit actually put me in contact with that guy. So you've got uh, Vegas on the 30th with our homies and the CGs. Yeah, CGs. Can't wait to see them again. Thanks a lot, guys. This has been an interview July 18th, 2017 by Japan Nick. I'm Aiden Stutzman. I play drums and gun, uh, x Mangled Corpse, and you're listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Absolutely. My name's Charles Olson. I play lead guitars and gun. You're listening to Japan Nick's rock and metal rip pandemonium. <laughs> he doesn't read very good. Uh, my name's Spencer Bard, and I play bass and gun, and you're listening to Japan Nick's Rick and Metal Pandemonium. <laughs> oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> my name is Tex Watson, and I sing for gun, and you're listening to Japan Nick's rock and metal pandemonium. My name is Jerry Fowler. I play guitar and gun, and you are listening to Nick Japan's Metal Pandemonium. Jerry sounded the hottest. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's, Jerry's got 